to flee London, not only to hide from their creditors, but to escape the unrelenting scorn of society. They would be barred from their clubs and excluded not only from the pleasures and privileges of their class, but from any prospect of repairing their fortunes through advantageous marriages. In the end, perhaps, they would come to believe in ghosts. It had been five years since Catherine's death. So much time had passed that the three debauched rakes who'd been responsible must surely believe themselves safe. They'd probably forgotten the events of that night. The letters with the seals inside would shatter their certainty that the past was as dead as the young woman they had destroyed. He would allow them a few months to become accustomed to the notion of looking over their shoulders before he made his next move, Artemis thought. He would give them time to start to relax their vigilance. Then he would act. He rose and went to the crystal decanter that sat on a nearby table. He poured himself a glass of brandy and made a silent toast to Catherine's memory. Soon, he promised the invisible phantom who haunted him. I failed you in life, but I swear I will not fail you in death. You have waited long enough for your revenge. I shall give it to you. It is the only thing left that I can do for you. When it is finished, I pray that we will both be free. He swallowed the brandy and put down the glass. He waited for a moment, but nothing changed. The cold, empty sensation was still there inside, just as it had been for the past five years. He did not expect to ever know true happiness. Indeed, he was certain that such lightness of feeling was not possible for a man of his temperament. In any event, his training had taught him that joy was as illusory as all the other strong emotions, but he had hoped that launching his vengeance would bring him a sense of satisfaction, perhaps, ultimately, even some peace. Instead, he felt nothing except the unrelenting determination to see the thing through. He began to suspect that he was doomed. Nevertheless, he would finish what he had started with the three letters. He had no choice. They called him the Dream Merchant. He would show the three rakes who had murdered Catherine that he could sell nightmares. Chapter One They said she'd murdered her husband because she'd found him inconvenient. They said she'd set fire to the house to conceal her crime. They said she might well be mad. There was a standing wager in every betting book in every club in St. James. It offered a thousand pounds to any man who managed to spend a night with the wicked widow and live to tell the tale. They said many things about the lady. Artemis Hunt had heard the rumours because he made it a practice to stay informed. He had eyes and ears throughout London. A network of spies and informants brought him an endless tide of gossip, speculation and snippets of fact. Some of the flotsam that washed up on his desk was based on truth. Some was only probable. Some was blatantly false. Sorting through the lot required considerable time and effort. He didn't waste either attempting to verify all the information he received. Much of it he simply ignored, because it did not affect his very private affairs. 
Until tonight, he'd had no reason to pay close attention to the gossip that swirled round Madeline Deveridge. Whether or not the lady had dispatched her husband to the next world had been of no particular concern to him. He'd been occupied with other matters. Until tonight, he'd had no interest whatsoever in the wicked widow. But now, it seemed, she had developed an interest in him. Most would say that was an extraordinarily ill omen. He was amused to discover that he found it to be quite intriguing, one of the most interesting things to have happened to him in a long, long time, which, he thought, only went to show how very narrow and circumscribed his life was these days. He stood in the night-shrouded street and contemplated the small, elegant carriage that loomed in the fog. The vehicle's lamps glowed eerily in the mist that seethed and foamed around it. The curtains were drawn shut. Conceded.